0: Jamie Sumner left guard from 1994 95 and this is the Bunch of Nuts podcast with my boys Dan and Cass. Go Bucks.
1: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts Podcast. I'm Dan here with Big Cass. <laughs> you smell that, Cass?
0: It's, it's game week if you're a Notre Dame fan.
1: It's fall, baby. Football's in the air. We got we got. We got college football this weekend in in what like three days by the time you listen it's probably two days I mean how excited are we baby we're back
0: so, summer's not wanting to go away the heat index is about to be a hundred degrees and but college football is looming it's here Notre Dame Navy we'll get more into that and that's the only game I'm really good at. Pick. I mean, I might watch the Ohio Bobcats versus San Diego State. Their quarterback's legit. The Ohio Bobcats that That is. That's actually
1: a very big game for me because I got I got a couple parlays based around that one. I'll get into that later, though. Yeah.
0: And Dan's degenerate Dan's segment. Uh, oh yeah. Where he comes, we're doing something new this year, fellas. I'm not all on the big betting game, but Dan is. Uh I place bets here and there, but Dan is all about that, so we're trying something new a new segment uh we We don't have a name for it. i called call it degenerate Dan, but it's you know maybe uh dan's myth, Dan Smith's myth Smith bets or something like that or i got
1: i I'll, I'll release some fun pick 'em parlays at the end of the game yeah um, at the end of the yeah
0: every every week and we are going two episodes a week. That's huge news for us. Two episodes where we're not slamming all this knowledge from the previous week and then previewing the next week all into one episode. We're going to do two episodes this year during the season where we break down the game that just happened. And then we then the next episode will be nothing but previewing the next game. Absolutely. Um but this week, cast
1: we got we got a fun episode. It's you know big football season starting. Uh, we haven't really done we haven't we, we did a all we did our all inclusive like all encompassing preview with Blake that week. Normally we went conference by conference and stuff. We did it a little differently this year, um, just because to change things up. But we have our we did this a couple of years ago, and I don't think we've really done it much since. Um, it's our all Big Ten team. Um, and just our Big Ten predictions. Um, so, Cass, uh, I'm not sure if you want to start it off or I'll start it off. I mean, do you want to go defense first, offense first, special teams? Let's let's go
0: deep. Let's do special teams. Not get out of the park.
1: Let's let us let us get warmed up with special teams. All right. Yeah. I got I got as my punter. Um, I got Tory Taylor, Iowa. Uh, it just I mean it's come on. It, that one's pretty obvious, I feel like.
0: Uh, I went James Evan of Indiana. I was trying okay. to think of team I think of teams that are gonna uh punt the ball a lot. Uh, I do have Indiana finishing dead last in the uh probably all of the Big Ten. Um I have them last in the Big Ten East, but probably overall of the Big Ten they are last. Uh this is probably Tom Allen's last run. So you gotta think of a team that's not gonna move the ball very well. Um and they're going to have a lot of three and outs because they just don't have a lot of depth. So James Evan, he, and only because of reps,
1: I, I like that. I got. I mean, I got the Iowa punter just because Iowa always has the best punter. And Tori Taylor did have a good year last year um, on the kicking game too. I stuck with Iowa for special. Teams. I, did I did too. I did too. I'm not trying to be like funny. It's the truth though. They do have the best special teams. Drew Stevens was. Um, he, like, if you look, he is like the top kicker in the Big Ten. They had Parker Lewis at two. I, and I got to preface this list by saying, like, I'm not putting transfers on this list unless it's like a clear cut winner. Um, just because it's like I, 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 I want to pay respect to the guys who actually played in the Big Ten last year and everything and like guys who are proven. So that's why I want Drew Stevens. I think he was 16 for 18 on yeah. field goals. And probably, you know, if he played in a competent right. offense, he would have
0: done a lot better he's the mvp of the south dakota state game he is he is i have drew stevens as well kick returner i went with a guy that's going to get a lot of reps i went with Jalen lucas but i'm going to give you a sleeper here and nobody's really talking about it i don't know if it's going to happen but i'm going to go lorenzo styles of ohio state as a sleeper
1: Uh, i Um, love that pick
0: and I'm going to Lorenzo Styles as a sleeper for punt returner as well. Just because the dude is probably the fastest kid on Ohio State's team out between him and Jaden Ballard. And he's coming from Notre Dame. And I think the way he got, he got his black stripe off pretty early. And I think they want him to get, he has game, he has game reps from a game he got the first catch against Notre Dame Ohio State last year as a with Notre Dame I don't know how I don't know how much he's done in the kicking game but I think Ryan Day and Ohio State want to try to find a way to get him on the field and no better way to, than special teams and being an ex receiver slash pretty darn good corner in high school I think kick return and punt return would be huge for Lorenzo Styles.
1: So I, I love that pick cast. you know, and, and that seems like a, a role that honestly, we could really use Lorenzo Styles in because we don't have a true, we haven't like, I know we play a little bit with trip chip back there and stuff, but we need a true kick returner. I feel like he, and he, I feel like he's still learning the ins and outs of the defense still because he's transitioning. I feel like kick returner is like, is a great spot for him. I actually love that pick. I went I went just more logical. I went with a guy, and I don't know how much he's gonna return kicks this year, but he was the nation's leading kick, I believe it was kick's kick returner average, uh Ameka Abuka. Like in and that was in 2021, his freshman year. He didn't really return kicks much last year, but I I mean he has the he has the resume out of anyone. And if he does return kicks, I mean I would put him at number one. Um I'm gonna go with a sleeper cast. Rashad Rochelle at Rutgers, wide receiver. He does a little bit of everything. Um, he, he, you know, he, 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 um, he had 27 rushing attempts actually last year. Only one catch, but also returned some kicks and punts for them. Um, I feel like Rutgers always has a, 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 a shifty kick returner for some reason. So I'm gonna go with that guy as my uh, sleeper.
0: Put, yeah, punt returner. I have AJ. I have AJ Henning at punt returner. Dude's just a monster for Northwestern. And, you know, I know not many teams are probably punt against Northwestern, but when he's on the field, he's, he's going to perform pretty well. Um, I, I like him at punt returner.
1: Yeah. No, I agree with that one, Cass. Um, I also had him at punt returner. That makes, that makes sense. It's just like, how good is Northwestern going to be this year? I don't know, but at least AJ Henning will be fun to watch for them. He's going to, he's going to get a lot of volume.
0: All right. That's good defense now. Um, I'm gonna start with safe I'm to start with DBs and work my way up. All right, all right. Um, my sa- my safeties, and I know this is not a very popular pick, but I'm going Lathan Ransom, um, Ohio State. Uh, I just I think I know Phil Steele had him third team, and a few others had him third team. Um, I just think this is it, man. With actually now having a legit great corner, that, a great safety that's going to be next to him in Sonny Styles. And Jihad Carter, I think this is going to really level up Lathan Ransom's game. And I think he's going to be first team all Big Ten. That's just my opinion. And in the other safety, I have Bo Bo, uh, Brady from uh, Maryland, the dude's a dog. He's probably their best defender. Uh, He's a very, very good football player, and I like him at safety for Maryland.
1: That's a good pick, Cass. Um, So for me, strong safety. This is premature, and this is the only the only guy I put on here prematurely. Um, like I said, transfers I really didn't put on here because they haven't played the Big Ten. Um, I haven't really put many freshmen on here, but I, Sonny Styles, man, and you, we know we love him. Like I love he's him. he's I love he's he, he, we love Sonny. I, I I'm putting him on there as a strong safety. This is just I don't care what anyone else does. I like I know I, I I've seen what he's doing. I'm making the like I'm I'm fine with putting making this call. I've no done problem mi- at
0: all. I've done a lot of high school football games in my life. Well, in the last eight years, I've I've done almost a hundred. I've done almost a hundred football games. That's a lot of football games. Mm-hmm. Not to compare it to you know Kirk Herbstreit and all that, but um, I've never seen a team completely game playing their offense away from a safety. Yeah. That's how good this kid is. I This is preseason. At the end of the year, both Ransom and, and Sonny Styles, I think, will be first team all Big Ten. That's just the bias in me. I just, like I said, I think Styles is going to elevate Ransom's game, and I think Ransom's going to elevate Styles' game.
1: I they, I feel like they definitely could complement each other very nicely. Um, and then my other safety cast, um, I got Minnesota safety, Tyler Newbin. Um, yeah. he, senior, he's like, you know, the new Antoine Witten, Ju, Antoine Winfield Jr. Um, and last year he had a really good year for them. Four picks 2021. He had three interceptions the year before 2021 pick in that shortened year. Um, he's basically been a three-year starter, um, too. So he's a dog, eight career interceptions from safety. He's definitely a, you know, a ball hawk. So I'm going Tyler Newbin at, at my free safety, Minnesota.
0: Yeah. Uh, My corners, no question, hands down, the two best corners in the Big Ten right now, unless Davidson, Igbenosin, uh Denzel Burke, and those guys elevate their games, which the potential is there for those two. But Caleb King and Will Johnson are the two best corners in the country. Penn State, Will, Caleb King and Will Johnson, Michigan, um, mm-hmm. even though they both got cooked by uh Marvin Harrison Jr. But that, that's hearsay. That's last year. But they are the two best returning corners in the Big 10. So I what's funny about this I actually didn't go Will Johnson.
1: Um I went with the Iowa corner Cooper DeGene, and he had 5 picks last year and I mean the Iowa defense was a phenomenal um and he was a big part of that five interceptions for them. Um so I I mean I'm going with Cooper DeJean. Will Johnson like he, he's obviously probably my third corner until Davidson Igbosan has, has an All-American year. Um, and then Kalen King, though, I think he is – I mean, he had 15 pass deflections, bro. Will Johnson only had three. Kalen yeah. King, three yeah. picks. Yeah.
0: Scratch, like, I'm scratching that. Uh, Marvin Harrison cooked Joey Porter Jr., not Kalen King. Kalen King. Yeah. <laughs> That's my bad. Kalen King had a good game against Ohio State.
1: It's all good. It's all good. Um but, yeah, it's will Johnson like if all right if he was a buckeye, he would be on the list that's <laughs> I, the tiebreaker goes to the Iowa guy because <laughs> I'm not giving Michigan the benefit of the doubt. I don't care um that's the way it works on this show
0: um linebackers i I'm changing one here just because you know you kind of threw the sunny Styles thing in there, but. I I know a lot of people are gonna be like, "Oh, you're just a homer," but I'm putting two Buckeyes as linebackers, and that's the two returning, and that's Steel Chambers and Tommy Eichenberg. Um, keep in mind this is my list, people. Not every, not not uh, the Big Ten media's list. But I I like Steel Chambers and Tommy Eichenberg, and then Abdul Carter as my three linebackers. Um, I know I'm being a homer with Ohio with Chambers and Eichenberg. But the guys are tackling machines. They are tackling machines. They don't miss a lot of tackles. Um, so and then Abdul Carter is just a stud. He's just a stud.
1: I, I, li- I mean that's a good I like your picks. Got no problem with that. I got I also have Eichenberg. You just said everything about him. I think you are the uh the the top Eichenberg stan. You will defend him and just like you always, you know, make great points about him. So I, I'm with you in Eichenberg. I did go um uh, with two linebackers from the state up north, just different schools. I went with Cal Holiday um from Michigan State. Last year he had over 120 tackles, um one and a half sacks, a fumble. The year before that, he had two picks, over 108 yards, a touchdown, 89 tackles. He's been one of the most productive linebackers in the Big Ten. Um, definitely like an old, old school type of linebacker, too. Has like that, like, you know, that long blonde hair. Um, Cal Halliday, absolutely deserving of, at a spot. And then my other linebacker, um, he was second team all Big Ten last year. was Junior Colson, Michigan. Maybe um, I mean, he was second team all Big Ten in 2022. So it, it makes it would it make sense for me to not have him on this list.
0: Yeah, I I can see that. Uh, defensive tackles, uh, Michael Hall Jr. And, and Chris Jenkins. Yep. I mean, I I completely agree. It's and they're
1: <laughs> they're two different types of players too, which yeah. which I like about these picks Chris Jenkins. You know, he's a, he's a little bigger and everything, and Michael Hall. He's he's a little smaller and quicker. So it's like it's a good it's a good mix.
0: Um, and then Chop Robinson, JT Tuimiloau. I'm enough said, even though JT Tui Malow may not be the leading psych leader on Ohio, on Ohio State this year. Um, I think another defensive end that's going back to his prime position, uh, who was the stand up Jack Leo or whatever has, as, as Zach Smith would call it the jack me off position. (laughs) But, but, uh, I think Jack Sawyer is going to have a, Breakout season, but I mean, all Big Ten, li- and probably not because Chop Robinson's so good and JT Two and Melo Howe is so good.
1: What, what's crazy is Chop Robinson only has two career sacks. Um, it, well, oh no, this this list is not this this is not correct. He has five and a half sacks. I am sorry, ESPN needs to update their stats. That is terrible. Um, no, Chop Robinson. Um, I mean, like he could have honestly like a. I'm not trying to get like crazy here but he has the name Chop Robinson if if he just kind of puts it together i feel like he should be like an, a favorite for all, all these types of awards cuz chop robinson is just such a that's such a cool name to have mm-hmm. um that's going to take him far um and obviously jtt too yeah um I, his ceiling's the best out of anyone in the big 10 i think yeah, yeah it's absolutely. just you, you need to get him being playing consistent
0: yeah all right, before we go to the offense, we take a word from our sponsor. Go to Cast Cuts, get your hair cut from Cast Cuts. He's doing a great deal right now. Military, if you're a military vet, veteran, you get 20% off. Go to Cast Cuts. Book your appointment. I go there, get a shave, every get a shave and a nice haircut for every 2 weeks, 25 bucks. Fair prices, great hours, does a great job and I'm not saying that just because of my brother and speaking of which, the little the uh, little carry-out next to his shop had the uh, Marvin Harrison Grippos. I, I saw uh, that. Um, hot Honey uh, Barbecue. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. But, again, cast cuts right there. Get a nice haircut. Get you a nice taper fade. Um, and I know schools are starting back up. Get your haircut for schools. And uh, shout-out to my brother, doing great things. I love it. Um, I guess on to
1: the O-line now, Cass, correct?
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: Let's do it. Um, Right tackle, I got Julian Pearl, Illinois. Um, He was a really good player for them last year. He's big, too, 6'6", 315 pounds. He's a senior. Um, Probably one of the best players. Probably the best player on Illinois, actually, now I'm thinking about it. Um, really helped, you know, ha- they had a pretty good run game last year. They were decent on offense, um, just beca- a lot because of this man. He was, um, he was, I believe, third team all Big Ten, it looks like. Um, but he was a preseason this year, too. So, I mean, Julian Pearl, that makes the most sense for me.
0: I have Ollie Vashnu, Penn State, and then Jack Nelson, Wisconsin, are my two tackles.
1: I, I have the Penn State guy. I have the Penn State tackle too. Um, he's also a guy who might. He, I mean, they were saying he might be the. He's the best tackle in the draft. Mm. So, uh, so yeah, I, I believe it. Um, at the guards, I got Donovan Jackson at left guard. I mean, no brainer there. Um, I think he clearly he's the best lineman on Ohio State. So yeah. that should absolutely always make a list. Um, and then. Right guard, I got Michigan's Zach Zinter. He was yep. second team in 2021, first team Big Ten in 2022.
0: Um and I have he, the same.
1: And, same. Okay. Great minds think alike. light. Center cast. Who'd you have as center?
0: Nick Samak, uh, Michigan State. If Luke Wiper, Luke Whipler would have came back, it would have been him, but Nick uh, Samak from Michigan State.
1: So I got I got probably one the best player on this team, Gus Hartwig from Purdue. Six five, three hundred and fifteen pounds, big, big center. He was honorable mention, um, big ten last year, and he was on the Remington Award watch list last year too. Um, and he's served he he's been a captain for them at times too. So uh he's probably their best their best player at the moment. So Gus Hartwig uh for Purdue.
0: All right. Tight end. I went a little homer ish. And when you think, oh, you picked Cade Stover, no, I went a little homer. Cause he's just from right up the road, 20 minutes, right up the road. Luke Lachey from Iowa is my best tight end in the, in the big 10. I also like the Minnesota tight end. And obviously I, we love Cade Stover. Uh, but Luke Lachey is my, my pick because who's Cade McNamara thrown to besides Luke Lachey and Eric Hall jr.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. Um, I, I got cast. I, I agree with you, that your logic. Uh, Kate Silver actually out of, I believe had the best statistical season last year, but I would like to see more out of his blocking. Um, I like your Luke Lachey pick. I was actually splitting hairs with the uh, the Minnesota guy, but I went and Brevin forward, um because he had more yards, more catches than Luke Lachey, and he's 6'7", 270 pounds. He's an absolute monster.
0: Yeah, Luke Lachey, the thing with him is he was split in time too. Yeah. Now, I mean, he's still going to be split in time with Eric Hall, but that's Brian Ferentz's offense to the tight ends. Mhm. Yeah,
1: so. I I just went with I went with Brevin Spanford just because I feel like too, he has he has such an unreal ceiling just because how big he is. Um and I and I feel like Minnesota they don't have a ton of crazy weapons. Yeah, I feel like he's going to be the focal point for that, but your your logic makes sense.
0: Yeah, wide receivers. uh, The only question I think we would both have is the who's the wide receiver three?
1: Yeah, this is where I think
0: we debate. (laughs) I went Isaiah Williams, Illinois. I did too, actually. Um, I just I think he's he's a pretty good wide receiver. You could have went anyone at wide receiver three. Um, Some lists had Cornelius
1: Johnson. Yeah, Cornelius Johnson. I don't think he's a top three guy. Isaiah Williams had eighty two catches last year, seven hundred fifteen yards. Right. Um, Speaking of which, and,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm going to look at And, in, uh, a,
1: and yeah. he was only a sophomore. Now he's a junior. And, like, you know, Illinois didn't really have that many... On paper, they didn't have a ton of talent, and they got that out of him. So I, I really like Isaiah Williams. I know we both have, obviously, Marvin Harrison. I mean, yeah. what, what else you got to say about that? Um, and Emeka Abuka,
0: obviously. Emeka so, was our, our kick my kick returner, but Emeka makes it twice. So Phil Steele has... Uh, Cornelius Johnson, third and Keandre Lambert Smith, Penn State, third team. Uh, Cam Camper, J- Deshaun, Deshaun John- Jones, Maryland and Daniel Jackson as second teamers, but he also had the same three as we did. But Marvin Harrison, Mega Buka are the best two wide receivers in the country. Mm-hmm. And somebody made a good point on a podcast I listened to today, uh, with Dave Biddle. Is Marvin, is Ameka Buka the quietest top 10 NFL pick in NFL history? That is a great question because all attention goes to Marv. And here is Ameka Buka putting up 12, catching, uh, going for 1200 yards in a season and over 70 catches. Like, Uh, Yeah, uh, he's a
1: silent assassin. Uh, 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 You're right. I mean, I can't say much more to that, man.
0: No. Uh, This is where it could get tricky at running back. There is a big list of guys that you could go, and I just went by production, and then I went by skill. Skill, I think Nicholas Singleton is the best running back in the country. Uh, Not country, but in the Big Ten. Maybe the country. I also find Trayvon Henderson's uh Trayvon Henderson's um skill set all Big Ten. But I went Blake Corum just because but I don't think Blake Coram is the best running back on his team. I think Donovan Edwards is. But I went (laughs) this is this is weird. I just because Harbaugh is so committed to Blake Corum that Corum's stats are going to put him big, all, first team all Big Ten. Corum, Corum's good, but I have Nicholas Singleton and Blake Corum, but I think Donovan Edwards, Nicholas Singleton, and Travion Henderson all are flirting with big, all Big Ten. It's, it's really hard at running back at a Big Ten. So I I have Donovan Edwards on just on the
1: fact cuz he's a man child and like he gets le- he gets fewer carries than corum and less of volume but if you gave Donovan Edwards that amount he he's the better player like he's just he's he's a no- I agree I he's agree an absolute but... man child it's it's not like like corum had a great year um but also like Donovan Edwards had he was 9 yards short of 1000 yards and I feel like they barely used him, so I'm putting him at, at, at my my one running back um if Trayvon Henderson had vision, he would be my he would, I would have him over singleton because I think do, he's j- just as dynamic as singleton do you, think,
0: just, do you think his foot nagging foot injury caused his vision last year possibly because he, he's so worried that if he made the wrong cut i mean that's that's
1: a good point. Um I I mean I just think too if you have a foot injury it slows it slows down the timing too Could slow down the timing yeah. and throw you offside so I mean I I I just have to put um Singleton just because he's a little younger so I'm going with the younger guy in this case which is crazy because I feel like Trayvon Henderson was just a f- true freshman a day ago yeah. um uh, time flies
0: at, uh, at at quarterback I have JJ McCarthy um I wanna, I wanna put Talia Tangavaloa, but I just think with production and the amount of guys coming back, the, it's set in stone for JJ McCarthy to be the best quarterback in the, in the Big Ten. But I like Talia Tangavaloa. I also like Devin Brown, who I'm on the Devin Brown hype train now. Um, place my $10 bet to win 400 bucks, but, uh, <laughs> if he wins the Heisman, but I also like Drew Aller. Uh, I just, it, this is a make or break year for JJ McCarthy. It really is, and as of right now, I think he's he's him and Talia are one A and one B, if that makes sense.
1: I I want with Talia over JJ, uh, just because I think if you put Talia on Michigan, they'd be so much better. If you put JJ on Maryland, they're six and six. I feel like they look like. With Talia, they went eight and four, or was it eight and five? I don't. I guess eight and five with a bowl loss. Eight and loss. five, eight, eight and four. By, yeah. I think eight and five with a bowl loss or something. Um, yeah, it's 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 uh, Talia for me.
0: So Bama was the team that offered him a million dollars, right?
1: Probably yeah, that makes the <laughs> most. Probably. it has to be.
0: <laughs>
1: or it was like someone random, like Wake Forest.
0: It was an SEC team. Uh, SEC. Somebody, <laughs> Vanderbilt. somebody said it was Florida.
1: I, I, that makes sense. I can see Florida doing that. That actually makes the most sense.
0: <laughs> All right. But let's see how the Big Ten is going to finish this year as we got seven minutes and 59 seconds left of Zoom. Um, I'm going to run down um, the West. Do Yeah, let's
1: do West picks first. Just run down your list and then do East and then run down your list. Um.
0: Iowa Wisconsin Nebraska Illinois Minnesota Purdue Northwestern Um I think Nebraska is going to be very very good this year that and I wasn't going to pick them fourth until Dan sent me that video of Matt Rule on TikTok oh. <laughs> <laughs> So um Wisconsin's going to level it's great up Great TikTok Yeah I think Wisconsin's going to level up but just something tells me Iowa I don't know why just something Iowa um I think Wisconsin's going to have some growing pains this year because there's the philosophy philosophy of offense that they want to run now compared to what they, the players that they have is going to be an adjustment, if that makes sense. Um, I like Illinois too. Those top four, you could, honestly, you could put those top four in a shuffle and be like, oh, this team's going to win the West. That's how I feel about the West. Uh, I think Minnesota, Purdue, and Northwestern are just Minnesota. Eh, they don't have enough firepower to beat the guys. Purdue has got a new coach, and Northwestern is just a hot mess.
1: So I have I have my one. I have Wisconsin. Then I have Minnesota at my two. That 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 rivalry game is going to be the deciding factor, I think, in who wins the West. Iowa at three, Illinois at four, Nebraska at five, Purdue at six, Northwestern at seven. Uh, Northwestern will be hot garbage because the whole fiasco, unfortunately. Purdue lost their head coach. Um, they're just going to be trending down. Nebraska, I I think they make a bowl game. Um, I think the Big Ten will get nine teams in. Uh, they will make a bowl game, but they're going to be fifth. Um, I think they're the ones who are going to have the growing pains because this, this is about setting the culture right there. You saw the Matt Rule TikTok video I sent you, Cass. Um, they're going to want to just, uh, if they just get to a bowl game this year, that's amazing. Um, Four, uh, Illinois. Uh, I think they're, I believe that's where they were last year, just about. I think they stay the same. They're not, they're not going to, because they don't have the talent to make the next jump, but they can stay right in that spot while they're acquiring the talent. Uh, three, Iowa. The defense is legit. Quarterback play will be better. Uh, special teams is very good. I just, I don't know about the offense it, it, even with McNamara and Eric all, I don't know how good the offense will be uh two way at Minnesota they play very good football um I think their coach is very well they're gonna play a very good clean game um they have obviously some you know some uh, uh, one of the best tight ends in the big ten a good safety uh, uh keep an eye on Minnesota, I think they're gonna be a very very well run team la- team this year um and then Wisconsin number one. Luke Fickle has them ready to go. I think I'm all in on Mordecai and what I've heard about him at SMU. Um, they got, I believe they got another transfer at wide receiver. They have Braylon Allen. Um, Luke Fickle's coming to town. Uh, Greg Longo, he's going to have that offense going.
0: And the East, um, real quick, um, Indiana seven. Bill Longo, not. Yeah. (laughs) I call him Greg. Uh, Uh, I have seven Indiana, Rutgers six, Michigan state fifth, Maryland four, Michigan three, Penn State two, Ohio state one. I think Michigan, I think Ohio state beats Ohio, uh, Penn State and Michigan this year. Um, but I think Penn State beats Michigan, if that makes sense. Um, I I just something tells me because Michigan's got a tough stretch. You got Penn State. At Penn State, at Maryland, then Ohio State, back-to-back-to-back. And I could see them dropping two of of the three, obviously. I have Maryland at four, Michigan State at five. Obviously, Rutgers six, Indiana seven. I have Ohio State winning the Big Ten over Iowa. Uh, Bowl-eligible teams, I have Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, Maryland, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Iowa, Nebraska, Illinois.
1: I like it. Uh, I got number one for me, Ohio State. We're taking back the North. Um, or the East, but it's the North, the big tens of the North. We're yeah. taking back the whole conference, Michigan at two, um, Penn state three. I think Penn state, they're still going to screw it up. Uh, Maryland at four. Watch out for two, a man, eight and four, eight and four. Again, uh, Michigan state will be five. Uh, they will not make a bowl game. They'll will probably be fired. Rutgers at six. They'll be better, but they're still, there's so many better teams in the East. They're going to be at sixth, Indiana seventh, and uh, you alluded to it before. But I think Tom Allen, he's he's gone, unfortunately. Um, I think what's going to be the, the the dagger though is it's going to be late in the season for them. Um, Indiana's going to be you know maybe two, three, maybe four wins, and Michael Penix Jr. is going to be lighting it up for Washington. And Indiana fans are going to be like, "How do we lose this guy?" Um, and that's going to be that's going to be the the kiss of death for Tom Allen.
0: I think is when they lose to Purdue and Rutgers this year. I I think combined wins for Northwestern and, and Indiana might be three all year. I like it. Um, Cass, real quick,
1: fire pick because we got two minutes left. Um, I'm going to just get a name off three of the games. Um, Notre Dame-Navy spread is minus 20.5. First game of the year.
0: Oh, Notre Dame. Easy. Notre Dame-
1: Taking note, I, I I'm going to take Navy just because the over the over under is 48. Um, I feel like this might the, Notre Dame a great team. Um, it, it just might be a slow start for them, so I, I, I'm going to go with Navy covering the 20.5. and a half. Um, Underrated game, Ohio San Diego State, seven o'clock. I believe it's CBS Sports Net. Oh, Fox Sports One. That usually CBS Sports Network. Uh, Fox Sports One, seven o'clock. San Diego State is two and a half point favorites.
0: I'm going with Ohio Bobcats who have more bowl wins than Michigan.
1: <laughs> they do. Uh, I will also go with the Bobcats in this case. And uh, last game, uh, this is this is going to be a fun one. It always is. Hawaii Vanderbilt, seven thirty p.m. from a high school. Um, Vanderbilt is seventeen and a half point favorites. It's not a high school, but the stadium is
0: basically a high school. I'm going with Hawaii, especially with the Maui everything that's going on with. Abso- uh, absolutely, Hawaii. So I'm going with the Rainbow Warriors.
1: Absolutely, Maui strong. Um, go Hawaii, man! I think honestly, I, I that's my keep your eye on it game. If Hawaii's going to win any game, it's going to be that one. I feel like because they're going to be riding off so much of emotions. Um, it zooms about to kick us off. So as always, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts Podcast, and go Bucks!